Have you ever noticed that men love the supernatural? You think of fantasy books of the past, you know, like a Lord of the Rings and things like that. Men have always loved fantasy. They love the, the supernatural element in things. A lot of men grew up reading comic books. Men today still read comic books. We just call it manga to uh, make ourselves feel better about it. You know, comic book doesn't sound as good when you're a man. What do you read? Oh, I read manga. You know, it's much better than saying, I read comics. Uh, people might look at you funny. But even look at the movies we watch, supernatural movies, all the superhero, the Marvel, the DC, all of those things, Star Wars. Men love supernatural stuff. And when you look throughout history, men have always loved supernatural stuff. The books and things that men have read have all been about the supernatural. A lot of them are. Now you think, well, is this normal? Is this just because men are weird? Well, men may be kind of weird just period because we're men and we're very different from other people. But I think there's a reason for it. You see, men are spiritual creatures. We were created as more than just flesh and bone. I know people think, oh, we just evolved from slime and all this other stuff. But that's not true. We were created and we were created with a spirit. And we were created to connect to the supernatural world, the spiritual world. The truth is God made man and God is supernatural. And we as men were created to be in a relationship with our supernatural creator. So we have a longing inside of us for the supernatural. And a lot of men don't know what to do with that longing. So they turn to supernatural things because they were actually created to connect with a supernatural God. So what we're going to do today is talk about the power of spiritual men, men who connect to the supernatural, to the God of the supernatural. You see, we want to know why men are spiritual, why we need spiritual men, and why our society needs spiritual men today. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, I'm glad you joined me for the Confident Man podcast today, where we talk about all kinds of things to help us be better men, to live our ultimate adventure. And I think it's something that sometimes we forget that there's all kinds of aspects to being a man. There's the physical, the mental, the emotional, but there's also the spiritual. And I don't know if I've addressed the spiritual aspect of what it is to be a confident man much. So that's kind of why we're jumping into this one to talk about it, because spiritual men make a difference. And there's just the truth to that. You look throughout history, a lot of the men who've made a positive difference, and I'm talking a positive difference, not a negative but sometimes the ones who make a negative difference have a different kind of spiritual thing, but we're not here to get into that. We're talking about the ones who make a positive difference. Spiritual men who really understand who they are with God, they make a big difference. And one of the examples I think is a great one is a man by the name of William Wilberforce. And you may not have heard of him. You may have. There was a movie a while back called Amazing Grace about him. He was one of the men who was really behind stopping the slave trade in England. Now, the thing to understand about William is that William didn't grow up poor. He actually grew up privileged. And, and he grew up in, in a wealthy family, and everything was good for him. And he pretty much lived for himself 
like a lot of people who grew up in money do. And he got elected to parliament when he was young. And so he was in parliament, but he was kind of known as a partier, uh, didn't really take life seriously. But then at one point, he had a spiritual awakening. And he began to see his purpose. He got around some other men who challenged him and pushed him. And he and these others really began the process of fighting against the slave trade. But the thing is, he also did a lot of other things. He didn't just focus on the slave trade. He wanted to use his influence and his power to help people in all kinds of areas. Um, in fact, in one writing, it says that Wilberforce was dubbed the prime minister of a cabinet of philanthropists. And at one time, he was active in supporting 69 philanthropic causes. He gave one quarter of his annual income to the poor. So he backed up what he said he believed. You know, we have a lot of men today, a lot of people who say they support all these causes. But if you really look at where they're at financially and what they give to, they really don't. They just want you to think they do, but they're not really doing it. Well, Wilberforce was different. He fought on, on behalf of people who couldn't fight for themselves, like the chimney sweeps at that time. That was a rough job. And it was very hard on the men. And a lot of them would get injured or, or get sick. And he fought to help them have better conditions. At the time, he fought for single mothers. It was, it was rampant in England at the time because England was going through a very rough time at this point. And he helped to, to make single mothers' lives better. He fought to help his, have Sunday schools, the orphans and juvenile delinquents, to see them get better and to be mentored. He helped found parachurch groups like the Society for Bettering the Cause of the Poor, the Church Missionary Society, uh, the British and Foreign Bible Society, and the Anti-Slavery Society. He did all of this, but the interesting part was that Wilberforce was a sickly man. So much of the time while he was fighting things, he was fighting his own sickness, his own weakness. And I think we're missing men like this today. I think our society has tried to weaken men and attacked men and use terms like toxic masculinity and other stuff to try and keep us from becoming the spiritual men we were designed to be. Our society highlights action movie stars and athletes, but a lot of these men are really only about themselves. And what we need is we need a resurgence of men who are spiritual. Men who are spiritual see their purpose as something greater than themselves. So what's the big deal about a spiritual man? Why do we need them? Well, as men, it makes us better when we're spiritual men, but it also gives us the power to change the world for good. And that's what I want to focus on today. I want to focus on some of the aspects of men when it comes to their spirituality and how we need to look at it and understand it so we can become the spiritual men we were designed to be. So we're going to talk about the transcendence of man, the practical man, and the spiritual man. We want to talk about the transcendence of man when we talk about the spiritual man. Now, the word transcendence is one that not a lot of people use. So let me give the definition. It's the act of surpassing usual limits. I think that's a way you could say that men really are. As men, we have a natural desire for something bigger than ourselves. 
You look at men throughout history, today, in the past, men love to get behind causes and purposes. We love to, to live for something bigger than ourselves. It's just the way we are. I think it's part of our transcendent nature that we were created with. And, and some of these things can be serious and heavy. You know, you take guys who get into politics, who get into social change, who want to help change culture. You know, those are heavy subjects, serious subjects, economics, stuff like that. Men can get into that and get very passionate um, about raising everybody up economically and not just letting a few have everything, but helping everybody. And as men get into that, they're very heavy and serious, but it's something bigger than themselves. But then there's stuff that's not so serious, but men get just as passionate about it. Things like sports and hobbies. Men get really into that. I mean, you look at men who get into their sports teams. I mean, they'll wear all the outfit. They'll go spend, you know, incredible amounts of money to buy season tickets and stuff like that. Or when men get into hobbies, they get all in and they buy all the equipment they need and stuff like that. You know, we're just the way we are as men. We kind of go past the usual limits. And, and some people don't understand us, but that's part of our natural makeup. That's who we are. And it comes from this desire men have to be part of something bigger than themselves. And so they apply it to every area of their life, and they may not even realize they're doing it. Now, why are men this way? Why are we, you know, acting like this? What is it about men that makes us this way? Well, we were created this way. It's the way we were made. You see, in the creation story, God made man to be connected to him. That's the natural state of men and the way we should be. We were made to be connected to the supernatural and infinite one of the universe. And so that is something that lives within every man. Men yearn to be connected to the infinite. And today with so many men not really having a relationship with God, not knowing God, they turn to other things because that transcendent part of them is still there. That desire to be part of something bigger than themselves. And so men today who don't believe in God or don't try to connect with them go after other things. You see these men go after fame. They go after fortune. You know, they try to build these companies that will last forever. And what happens is they kind of live their own God mode. And they, they oftentimes want to become a God themselves. You know, you've seen these guys, the guys with the healthy egos. <laughs> I call it a healthy God-like ego. And really what that is, is he's trying to replace this emptiness that he has because he has a part of him that's created for God, but God's not there. But the man still wants to be transcendent. So what he does is he tries to be transcendent himself instead of connecting to the one who is transcendent. Now, other guys, what they do is they move into a realm of spirituality and they try to have both. They want to get a sense of supernatural, but they don't want to connect to God because if they connect to God, God is bigger than them. And so they have to be under him. And a lot of men don't want that. So they want to be their own God or they want to invent a God that they can control. And we look throughout history and you've seen all the pagan religions out there where they've done some incredibly horrible things or men invent systems of government that destroy and murder lives. And they're doing it all to try and either become a God or create their own godlike world. 
but it really comes down to control. These men want to control their gods or their society. And that's how a lot of men try to fill that transcendent nature when they're not connected to the infinite one who created them. Now, other men, what they try and do is just live forever. You know, they, they, they can't do it physically, although a lot of men try. They try to invent weird things uh, to try and make themselves look younger. You see guys even today having all the surgeries that everybody else is having where they don't look the same as they used to. Or you hear of people doing these strange things about replacing their organs and doing stuff like this. And then if they can't do it physically, they just try to do it with their legacy. They try to earn all this money. They try to make a name for themselves and they do all this stuff. And then a lot of times what happens is guys who go after the fortune, they get it and they realize that that's not going to bring them any answers. So then they, they get into philanthropy, which is not a bad thing. But often philanthropy for people who don't know God comes from that desire to leave a legacy. They give away a ton of money so they'll be remembered as someone who was a philanthropist. Now, that's not bad. It's just not the same as being someone who's spiritual and who's connected to God. So what we want to do as men is understand that our transcendence is something we were created with. We were created because there's a part of us that really wants to connect to the God who made us, to God who was our creator. And only when we connect with him will we really be able to fulfill all that he has designed us to be. The second area we want to look at when it comes to the power of spiritual men is our push today in our society toward being a practical man. One of the biggest problems with our societies today all across the world is as we've moved toward this secular society where we've kind of pushed God out and we've kind of said, you know, oh, we made ourselves or we just evolved and God had nothing to do with it. It's all about us. There's been a push for men to be more practical. You know, oh, don't be weird. Just be a practical man. You know, and, and now that's an easy thing for us to do as men. Because men are more oriented toward problem solving. It's just the way we are. You know, you give us a problem, we want to solve it. You know, it, it, it's kind of funny in relationships. Uh, you know, a lot of times uh, our wives or girlfriends want to share their problem. And so what the man wants to do is fix it. Well, a lot of times they don't want us to fix it. They just want us to listen and empathize with them. But that's kind of hard for us. We just want to, okay, here's the problem. Here's the answer. We kind of gravitate toward that. That's our nature. So as society has pushed us away from spirituality, men have gotten very, very into the practical. And the problem is that a lot of guys have replaced the spiritual with the practical of life. You look at a lot of churches today, and I've noticed this around the world as I've, I've traveled and been to other churches around the world, that the churches usually have more women than men. It's kind of a consistent theme. And I think part of it is because a lot of men have just checked out spiritually. They've just kind of left that side. Now, I'm not blaming just the men. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think sometimes the church has been guilty of presenting the truth of the Bible in a very feeling and feminine way that a lot of guys are like, okay, that's just, that's just kind of out there. But the truth is, when you read the Bible, it deals with tons of subjects that men would be interested in and, and they would get. And they're often not talked about in the church. But 
A man's lack of spirituality, I can't blame anything else except them. Because in the end, it's our responsibility, guys. You can't, I mean, you can blame other people. Other people may have hurt you. You may have people in the past have hurt you. You may have seen hypocrisy in the church or whatever. But your lack of spirituality, it's on you. It's on me. It's up to us. But the problem is a lot of us get so caught up in the practical, we just skip the spiritual stuff. And when we do that, it hurts two major things. It hurts us as men and it hurts our society. Now you say, well, well, David, how does that hurt us as men? Well, it's like I said earlier, men were made spiritual creatures. We were put here to do a job. That's why God made us. He put Adam in the garden to tend the garden, to take care of it. And I think that's one of the reasons why men find work so satisfying. But that's only one part. Men are only going to find satisfaction and wholeness in their life when they're connected to the God who made them. That's why so many men are wandering and searching for answers today. They're not whole. We have a lot of young men today who grew up in privilege. They have everything, but they're empty. They're going from job to job or they're, they're trying to find themselves, quote unquote, and they're not growing up. Why? Because they're missing an important part of who they are. And the only place they're going to find that is in God. It's not going to be found in a false spirituality, you know, in being one with the, the power of the universe or anything like that. I'm not talking about stuff that's out there. Only through the God of the Bible will they find their ultimate purpose as man. You know, they could say, well, the universe empowers me. No, it doesn't. It's the God who made the universe, the God of the Bible. So you can try to find the spirituality and other stuff, but it's just not going to work. You're going to keep becoming emptier and emptier, and you're going to keep trying to fill it with other things, and it's not going to work. And what a lot of guys do is they don't have that spiritual side, so they're missing an important part. So they focus on the practical. They try to be successful, and they think, okay, this is what's going to make it, but it's empty. And, and so here's the deal. We are practical you know, God created us with gifts to use. And that's good. You have gifts. I have gifts. Everybody has different gifts. And what we want to do is use those gifts for him. That's the use of your practical side. You didn't have a gift to ignore it. It's there for you to use. You know, one of my favorite movies is the movie Chariots of Fire. And the guy in it, Eric Little, says this line, God made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. That's an incredible line there because it deals with both sides. It deals with the practical, God made me fast, and it deals with the reality. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. You see, you as a man, you have gifts and you have abilities and God wants you to use them. That's why you have them. But what a lot of men do today is they kind of focus on the success aspect, the money aspect. It's very important to us. But what we're really doing is searching for that ultimate purpose. And we're only going to find it in God. Now, God did give us these practical abilities. Like some of you are, are incredible handymen. Some of you are very creative in other areas. Uh, everybody has different things. But those were given to us by God. And when we bring them to him and bring that practicality and become spiritual with them, that's when we can flow the best. And so what a lot of guys have done today is they've just replaced it. They're searching for purpose and they're searching for it in the practical. The problem is it doesn't satisfy without God. 
So it hurts men, but it also hurts society. Look at our society. As men have become less spiritual, society has declined. As men have kind of backed off going to church, backed off having a moral stand, we've seen our society go down and down and down. And there's a lack of spirituality and morals in our society today. And I think it goes straight back to us as men. We need spiritual men. I mean, I love moms and grandmas who are spiritual and pray and do all that. But guys, we need men. We need spiritual men who stand up and fight for what's right. We need men who will say, no, you cannot do that here. We need men of strength and power who will fight for what's right in society, who don't care what other people think of them. They're going to stand for what's right. And we've kind of lost that in our society today. As, as all these other things have come in, we've seen men become more and more passive. But the truth is spiritual men are moral men. And those moral men provide an important foundation for the family. Because as the family declines, so does society. As we've seen more and more children raised up without fathers in the home, we've seen our society really get messed up. I think a lot of the sexuality issues that a lot of young people are having today is because they don't have a dad in their life. And they're just searching. We need spiritual men. We need spiritual men who fight. They fight their own base desires. You know, there is a part of us as men, you know, we, we're tempted by stuff that's not good for us. And you've got to learn how to fight that. But we don't see that today. We see men just doing whatever. You know, men who are engaging in all kinds of behaviors that they would never do if they were moral, if they were spiritual. But they think, hey, what's the big deal? And there's an acceptance of sad behavior among men where men kind of approve each other. They say, well, hey, it's good that you do that. A lot of guys admire the guy who's the player, the guy who just has all these sexual conquests. But these are just guys who are missing a spiritual element in their life, and it's destroying our society. Because we have a lot of grown-up men who are still adolescents emotionally, and they won't take responsibility for their life, and they won't take responsibility for the society. And we've seen what it's done to our world, and we need to change it. All right, the third area we want to talk about when it comes to the power of spiritual men is to talk about the spiritual man. People may ask, they, where do you start? How do you start to become spiritual? You know, do you have to sit in some strange position and stare at your belly button or anything like that? No, 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 no. Becoming a spiritual man starts with the one who made you, and that's our creator and his book. The foundation of belief to be a true spiritual man has to be the Bible. You see, the Bible is very different from every other book of antiquity. One, it's the greatest book, and it's been passed down, and you can trust it and rely on it. And I'm not here to get into all the case for it, but just know you can trust what the Bible says. You can say, well, David, I saw this video on YouTube, and these guys said, well, most of those people are just saying things they've heard. They don't really know what they're talking about. But what you want to do is take the time to read the Bible for yourself. And the best place to start is learning about the greatest man of the Bible. You see, the greatest example of manhood, leadership, everything is Jesus. And what you want to do is learn from him. And you say, well, David, what if I'm not sure if I believe in him or not? 
Well, you can't deny the fact that here's a guy who was on earth for three years and he completely changed the world. Now, I'm not saying everybody who came after him didn't sometimes make some mistakes, but Jesus didn't. And just because people later caused problems and did some bad things, that doesn't mean that Jesus was bad. So what you want to do is learn about him. Learn about what he did and how he impacted the world. And you learn from him by the books about him. If you read the New Testament, the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are all about Jesus, about his life, about what he did and how he lived as a man. So the best thing you can do is look at him as a man, examine his life, see what he did, find out what he really said and did. You say, well, I saw this movie once that made him kind of weird and all. No, no, no. Read what he really did. Read the source material which are the first four books of the New Testament. And what you'll do is you'll see Jesus was a man who was strong and confident. He was a man who was tough and powerful. He was a man who was caring and compassionate. And he was a man who was smart and creative. So just think about that. Wouldn't you like to be all of those? Wouldn't you like to be a strong and confident man, a tough and powerful man, a caring and compassionate man, a smart and creative man? That's what Jesus was. So you can learn from him. So you don't want to buy into things you just hear about God, about the church. You want to read the stories of Jesus for yourself. And you say, well, David, I don't like to read. Well, then listen to the stories. You can put apps on your phone that will actually read the Bible to you. version has great apps. One of my favorite is the, uh, what is it, the NIV UK and David Suchet does the voice. It's incredible. He's got the British accent. It's great. And then there's another version, the Word of Promise. And it has sound effects and music and all kinds of things. I love that. And so you want to find something that you enjoy and just start kind of learning about Jesus. It's one thing that you really need to do if you want to be a spiritual man. And the other thing is, is get involved in a church. And you say, well, why do I want to get involved in the church? What's it all about? Well, it's good for us as men. It's good for us to live for something that's really outside of ourself. Because the truth is, life is not about us. And it's a good way for us to remember that. And going to a church, a good Bible-based church and plugging in, means that we understand that sometimes it's better to go and serve. Sometimes it's better to figure out that it's not all about me. Now understand, no church is perfect. So you don't want to expect the church to change based on your whims. You may not like the color of the church. You may not like the music of the church. You may not like this, that, or the other. But you want to find one that kind of helps you grow because life's not all about you. Maybe you need to go and your family likes the church. Well, then you need to jump in because going to church is an example to your family. You know, I worked with students for 30 years. And I often saw that children follow the spiritual leadership of their dads. If their dad doesn't really like church, goes rarely, they're going to be the same way. So you see, there's a lot of pressure on us as men. But church is a place that helps you grow. It helps you connect with other men. The truth is the lone wolf is always the one who doesn't make it. And sometimes as men, we want to be lone wolves. We think I can do it by myself, but we can't. Even today, people are beginning to see a loneliness epidemic in men and it's destroying us. 
We need to find other men to connect to, other men who can help us grow, other men who can speak truth to us, other men who can encourage us. And church is a great place to do that. It's a great place to find those brothers who will help you live a better life. The truth is today we need spiritual men and men need to be spiritual. Without the spiritual side, we're not as strong as we could be as men. And without spiritual men, our society is weak. Our society will not be strong and our society will not last. So it's time for us to step up and be the spiritual men we were created and called to be. All right, guys, closing out the show today, we want to remember that spiritual men are powerful men. They're men that live for something bigger than themselves. They make a difference in the world, in their families, and even in their own life. You see, spiritual men are the men who bring the most positive change to the world. Men like William Wilberforce, men who were remembered for what they bring. But here's the deal. Even if nobody remembers you, you still leave a positive difference in the world. When you're a spiritual man, you're adding that to the fact that you're becoming better emotionally, mentally, physically. You become a whole man. And those are the type of men who really make a difference. And what you want to do as a man is don't let the practical side take you over. That's not just what you're here for. You're not just here to earn money and do work. You do do those things and you should do them well and you should apply all of yourself to them because that's part of our role as men. But you understand that that's just part of you. And sometimes, you know, yes, you have to suck it up and get things done, but it doesn't mean you forget your spiritual side. In fact, the spiritual side should be one of your biggest motivations to be a great worker, to be someone who brings all of himself to everything. Because every man has a transcendent purpose and desire. And the only way they find it, the only way they really find what they were created for is to connect with God and become the spiritual man they were designed to be. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.